Hello, this is Tiko Nadirashvili, a film producer from Georgia, representing Georgian Millimeter Film, speaking to you from Paris, France. I was on my projects when the pandemic started, and it's been quite harsh for everyone. We shot a short film called The Watchers, directed by Sandra Suladze, in the middle of the pandemic, and we had quite a lot of people on set, which obviously was a big, big challenge. In general, COVID pandemic had a severe influence on the industry in Georgia. Many projects were cancelled, postponed, modified. Uh, sadly, it was the case also for Millimeter Film, our company, uh, which owns one of the biggest production base and rentals in the region. So yes, we are highly dependent on the projects, especially coming from abroad. The projects kept cancelling. The shooting of A Long Break, a long-awaited debut feature directed by David Pirzhalala, who is a, an award-winning director we are really happy and proud to work with, it was postponed many times. Thank God we are in the post-production now. And um, the rough cut of um, Data's film was selected by a very good film festival for their works in progress section. Uh, unfortunately, right now I cannot name the festival yet. Uh, in general, I'm happy with the two Georgian projects. I just finished shooting a, a short film in France in the framework of the program I'm part of. I co-produced it with my French colleague, Marion Miguel Baredes. Uh, the Elusive Joy of Labour is the name of the film. And we made this film with the alumni of La Femis, the Paris Film School. And it was directed by Miao Yu, a very gifted uh, female director from this school. Um, also, ah, this is about the films. I also became an intern, uh, was taken as an intern at Playtime Group, a wonderful sales company, which has a film in Cannes competition this year by François Ozon. The name is Everything Went Fine. So I hope we'll have a lot of work to do at Cannes. Unfortunately, the film sector was one of the least supported during the pandemic in terms of government support. Uh, the film industry professionals uh, didn't get any financial support. Uh, but we also have to mention that uh, Georgian film institutions can't really do much due to their very, very limited resources. Uh, for me personally, international co-production is the only right way of working in the film industry. Here I'm talking about myself, like coming uh, from a small country where obviously the resources are really limited and the market is tiny. It pushes you to go look for the other elements you need abroad, be it insights, practices, funding, talents, territories, production crew, and so on. And also co-production is a great, great way of connecting filmmakers from all around the world. I believe that it also raises the production quality of the film as well. It enables us to work with international crews, which I always wanted, to have access to bigger budgets and more markets and festivals and most importantly, bigger audiences. So this is why co-production treaties are so important for small countries like Georgia. And it is really sad we don't have any regional co-productions and it is so sad we don't have any like collaborations between neighboring countries in terms of local artists working together on films and so on. So I really think it is really sad because like the film producers from small countries, for example, Georgia and Armenia, they try to bond with the other film producers coming from bigger countries like France and Germany. Like it is a standard procedure 
everybody knows that. And it happens like that because we don't have any regional co-productions, we don't have treaties, we don't have different types of funding, so we don't really work that much with our neighboring countries, which is really unfortunate, I think. Uh, there have been some fundamental changes related to the film industry during this global pandemic uh, that I honestly think will stay there. First of all, these are streaming platforms and their enormously enlarged role. Right now they are just as important as the film funds and film festivals, maybe even more, um, because they started to co-produce, just like Netflix, movies started to invest in, um, in production. Um, they have uh, become key players, even game changers right now. And many films first premiere on VOD platforms and after that at festivals. Cinemas have been bonded with the streaming platforms. And this is really innovative. However, I still think nothing can be compared to cinema experience. I'm really optimistic about the future of cinemas. I believe that the format of film festivals and industry events will be slightly changed too. Uh, I think that the hybrid format of the events will be preserved. The other day, festival directors of Series Mania and CPH Docs, they were talking. They said they were really happy with their past edition because of the attendance level. Um, everything was online and they had a great attendance compared to the their last editions. So what they said is even um, even though the pandemic is like almost finished and they are slowly moving to the offline stage, they are still thinking about preserving it in hybrid format and to have some events going on online. And I also think we plan so much online now, um, so it's possible. Of course, it cannot be compared to face-to-face -face conversations indeed. For example, in terms of sales, it's far less efficient. I am a new board member of Atelier Network, uh, which is a huge honor for me. I'm really happy about that. I am participating in uh, Atelier Ludwigsburg Paris, uh, which is a one-year continuous German-French training program about international co-production. And the members of the association are the alumni of this program. So in total, we have more than 250 uh, representatives in the most prominent sectors of film industry all over the world. And we are hosting events at Berlinale, Cannes and at Franco-German Film Academy's annual conference, as uh, well as at other festivals. Um, we aim to help establish ties across borders and to connect people, so to speak, in film industry. And how we do it is um, we try to to strengthen the cooperation amongst the filmmakers by supporting collaboration and matchmaking between all the members of the Atelier network. So it means loads of meetings and events with industry representatives and supporting uh, up-and-coming film producers. What else would I want? And uh, it sounded like a lot of fun too, so I applied and got selected. Georgian film industry faces a lot of challenges, just like the rest of the world. We are now facing the aftermath of a global pandemic and still need to be extremely careful and stay sane. Then I really think, and it's not just me, that with only one funding public institution, we cannot really go far if we want to make Georgian films and Georgian co-productions. Uh, we really need to reactivate the cash rebate system as soon as possible. It would be really cool to, as a start, to increase it up to 30%, just like Lithuania 
did. It really brings a lot of attention from other countries, really. The, the government has to see that. Then we need more cinemas. We have so many buildings that have been cinemas before. I'm not talking about the multiplexes, but the real cinema buildings. So we need to get them back. We need a sales and distribution company in the region. Right now, many films go unnoticed. Georgian National Film Center is the one dealing with everything film-related, which, of course, cannot be efficient. Um, also, changes in attitude and knowledge, I would say that. The role of the producer. We need to recognize it and establish it. And because right now, the film producers are seen as a legal entity who will just apply with your project to the film fund on the last day, like on deadline. No, it's not that. The film producers should be involved in the development process. They are the ones creating the project, the dossier, deciding on the crew. They are the ones requiring essential elements. They are the ones fundraising, making agreement because they know how it works. They know what works best. So listen to your film producers and send to them your projects when they are in development stage, please. This is very important. I also think we need some professional uh, training courses for crew members. Also higher education courses for film producers. Now we don't have it. Um, there is a lack of some time, like the, we don't really have much um, script persons. We don't have this position established. There are no higher education courses for script continuity. Uh, we don't have a uh, lot of Steadicam operators. They are like less than 10, I think, in the whole country. And we have zero female Steadicam operators. So we need to think about that and provide opportunities and training for people who would be interested in these positions. These are just details, but I find them crucial. This is Tico Nadirashile in Paris on FNE Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great day.